Hey there, are you a freelancer, professional, or do you want to enter into the entrepreneurial world? Well, Fever Learn has you covered. Learn from Fever is an online on-demand classes video platform. All classes are taught by top experts who are distinguished in their fields. These courses contain practical and comprehensive knowledge and exercises, quizzes, and tests. And by taking a course, you will level up in your skills and grow professionally. The best thing about Fever Learn is there are no subscription fees or reoccurring costs you pay per course, so you can choose exactly what you want to learn then and there. It's amazing, right? I am definitely eyeing some of the courses, and I love the fact that these courses are taught by top experts. To find out how you can further your skills and grow professionally, head to the podcast show notes and click on the link, Learn From Fever. Happy learning! Hey, it's Mary Coleman, your host for the All Things Education podcast. If you don't know, I'm a student too, and I'm currently studying psychology. I'm so glad you're listening today because we learn about study and lifestyle tips, chat with professional guests about a range of topics. We learn about the ins and outs of school and uni life, how to form solid friendships, actualize career aspirations, chat about relationships, moving, traveling, and so much more. We have a range of content on this podcast, and it's all to help you be that much more informed about the world we live in. So let's get educated, shall we? Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode. Yes, it is Mary back behind the mic, back at you for another week. This is the first of its kind, actually. It is a Q&A session. So I'm really stoked. Very, very excited for this one. And I asked you guys on the Instagram account at allthingseducation21, if you're not already following. So I asked you yeah, on the Instagram just to ask me any questions about the podcast or study or me or life and just random and everything and anything pretty much. And I got some really cool responses. So I'm going to try and get through all of them today. I'm trying my very best and I'm sorry if I don't get to yours. But yeah, there's some really cool responses that I got. So we're going to talk be, be talking about that today. And yes, if you're not already, definitely go check out the All Things Education 21 Instagram account because there's a lot of awesome content. It's very informative, I would say, the, the Instagram account. And there's a lot of carousel posts, you know, like content rich posts and a lot of stuff in the captions as well. And sometimes I even have to go into the comments because the captions are just too long. But there are a lot, a lot of tips on there. And the best thing, of course, it's free, obviously. Like it's great just to utilize Instagram for that aspect that you don't have to pay any money. So um, that's a really great just resource that you guys can jump on and learn better study tips and little nuggets of like career advice and things like that. Um, I was also going to say that the TikTok is really popping off lately. <laughs> like I have to say it's a little bit annoying. I um, The sounds got removed from nearly all the TikTok videos I've posted and I was really confused by that, but it happened to everyone. So I'm kind of a little bit reassured by the fact that it happened to not just me and the entire sound was removed on, I think it was like nearly 15 or something videos. So it was, it was, it was just crazy. Um, and I think there's only about two videos or something like that, that was left. So, um, I've gone through and just deleted a couple of videos and just, I'm going to recreate them later with sounds that are available to use now. Um, but yeah, TikTok, uh, the TikTok account we've got is awesome. It's very relatable, fun content. So Instagram's very informative and the TikTok account is very fun, very bingeable, I would say. Like there are lots of series, so like a, um, like a self-care, like how to glow up in 10 days series. And there might be 10 or so videos or something like that. Um, there's just lots and lots of series that I'm starting and they're really awesome. And um, definitely go check that out. So at all things education 21, that's the handle. Um yeah, TikTok is very fun and I wanted the TikTok account to be just a fun side of 
all things education because there's just a lot of relatable memes and just content on there. Um, and then, yeah, the Instagram is definitely more informative and very much more, um, I wouldn't say serious, but just something that's a little more, yeah, serious. <laughs> that's no other word I can think of at the moment. Anyway, moving on to the weekly recap. This week, I have basically just been working the whole time and that's been great, but um, it's very draining, I would say. But that's okay. I do like working and I'm very grateful and appreciative of the position and the job I've been given and the pay that has been allocated to me. So I can't complain in that sense. Um, and it's always good just to get a little bit of extra cash before I head off interstate in two weeks. So that's exciting. If you guys didn't know, I'm based in Australia and I am heading up to New South Wales in, uh, yeah, two weeks, a little over two weeks. So that's pretty cool. Pretty exciting. And that's a big journey. That's pretty much just been consuming my life. If I haven't been working, then I've been thinking about moving. And if I haven't been thinking about moving, then I've actually been like packing. And if I'm not, then I'm doing the podcast. And if I'm not doing that, I'm basically just sleeping. <laughs> so that's my life at the moment. <laughs> but um, yeah, in terms of a psychology update, uh, psychology is very much not happening at the moment. <laughs> not, I'm still doing the course. I'm just, um, I'm taking a tiny bit of a step back. Uh, I finished my assessment. So if you don't, if you remember, um, or if you haven't listened to the episode when I give my psychology update every week, so that's just a segment I do. Um, and I think a couple episodes ago, I mentioned that I had four assignments due in like three on one day and then one on the, like a couple days before. So after I finished that, which was about two weeks ago, I really just needed a break and psychology was just, it was so intense and so draining. And I had to basically put everything else on pause to do psychology. I'm really bad at like multitasking big things. Um, so that's something difficult to work on. But um, yeah, I've just taken a bit of a setback from psychology and I really hope none of my professors or tutors are listening because I have not watched anything. And exam season, exam week, I think is either next week or the week after, which is kind of crazy. Um, and it's something that I definitely have to do. So that is fun and that's a big chunk of my life as well that I'm going to have to jump back into. But once it's finished, I'll be dropping back from psychology and only be doing um, part-time, only be doing one unit um, per like semester, per trimester. And that's just so I'm able to juggle the other degree that I'm moving to New South Wales to study. Okay, so that is that. Let's move on to my favorite segment, which is my favorite book of the week. Let's talk about my favorite book of the week. Each week, I'll give you guys updates on the book that I'm currently reading. Whether that's educational, fantasy, fiction, or nonfiction, you'll hear about it all. Hopefully, you'll be inspired to read some of the books that I'm reading so you can be more educated in different areas of your life. Let's jump into it. This is an oldie but a goodie, Emma by Jane Austen. If you haven't watched it, heard about it, read it, or thought about it, well, please grab the nearest book that is titled Emma by Jane Austen and read it, devour it. It is so good. Please do not watch the movie before you read the book. I made that mistake very much so. I got about halfway through Emma and then I decided to watch the movie because I thought I'd enjoy it more, but definitely the book is better. It, oh, it's so good. It's flawless. So it's comical. Emma Woodhouse is this spoiled, rich, charming girl and she loves matchmaking. She loves matchmaking for everybody but herself and I guess you can guess what happens um, as Jane Austen always writes about love and romance. But uh, yeah, Emma Woodhouse, great character, a lot of flaws, but like also not at the same time. So it's very interesting. Hey there, are you a freelancer, professional, or do you want to enter into the entrepreneurial world? Well, Fever Learn has you covered. 
Learn From Fever is an online on-demand classes video platform. All classes are taught by top experts who are distinguished in their fields. These courses contain practical and comprehensive knowledge and exercises, quizzes and tests. And by taking a course, you will level up in your skills and grow professionally. The best thing about Fever Learn is there are no subscription fees or reoccurring costs you pay per course, so you can choose exactly what you want to learn then and there. It's amazing, right? I am definitely eyeing some of the courses, and I love the fact that these courses are taught by top experts. To find out how you can further your skills and grow professionally, head to the podcast show notes and click on the link, Learn From Fever. Happy learning! Okay, I think we're just going to jump right into it. Um, so like I said before, I asked you guys to ask me on the Instagram just different questions and things related to the podcast or study or my life and or just random questions in general. Um, I got a few questions asking about the mic that I used. One person said mic brand, another person said what mic do you use? So yeah, I use the newer NW100 mic. Um, I got it off Amazon literally, I think, for like a hundred bucks, but it's kind of, okay, long story short, but I bought the microphone and I didn't realize that with an Apple, like with an, uh, I have a MacBook Air. So by using the MacBook Air, um, I there's not actually like a USB plug-in, so I had to get an adapter that went from a USB, um, just like a USB to a USB-C. But the problem was the adapter that I got was very cheap and it really wasn't good. So I essentially had to just get a cable that went from the microphone plug-in um, to the MacBook Air, so a USB-C kind of cable. Um, and yeah, eventually I got it. <laughs> and I realized I was playing around with it so much, I was getting so frustrated. I've had this microphone since um, December of 2021. So a good year and a little bit, a year and a month, a year and two months. Um, so it's been pretty good. Um, it's gone through a lot of things. <laughs> it's gone in the suitcase when I was about to move to New South Wales. And then when I didn't move, um, it came back out again and it was all clean because it was really dusty before and I gave it a good clean before I put it in the suitcase. So yeah, it's, it has, it has been through a lot, but, um, trusty old steed stays by my side. So pretty cool microphone, I have to say. I think it was great because it was um, a better quality, um, like the best quality for the lowest price that I could find. I was really on a tight budget considering I didn't think the podcast would go anywhere at all. Like I was just doing it for the fun of it. And um, it has paid off though. I've stuck with it only because I don't really need a new microphone because this one's doing the job. So pretty, um, yeah, pretty happy about that. It's pretty, it, it, it is good. It is good. I would say the only downfall is that it's not a stand, so it's on a um, it's on an arm, so uh, it's attached to my desk and it kind of connects out. And I would much prefer, I think, just a little microphone that stands up on the desk. Um, the best thing about the arm for the microphone is that if I bump the desk, it doesn't really rattle. And um, but apart from that, everything else is perfect. I do like the arm, but it just tells to take up a lot of space, and especially when I move interstate I don't know if I can necessarily have the same facilities that I do now because I will not have my own room anyway that's the first question Mike Brand um yeah quite a few people or couple people sorry asked that so um that sort of covers all your response in one question um someone said how to feel confident in school even when you're not um okay well I would always say so we did speak about this in the episode with Sharon um Critchlow if you wanted to go into her episode, uh, it was two episodes ago, um, that was a really good episode because that spoke about confidence and um, especially the confidence of walking into a room. So we were speaking about networking, but we did touch, like dabble in the confidence side of things. Um, so a really good example that Sharon said was the second you walk into the room, 
um, instead of going straight to the center where lots of people are mingling and gathering in the very center of the room, go and stand on the edges and look for the other people that are standing by themselves on the edges as well. Go up to them and make conversation and um, continue going to the edges of the group until, uh, sorry, the edges of the room until you have your own sort of group. And you then you have so sort of your, like your own formulated crowd. So that's just a really good way to um, build up confidence if you're walking into an environment that you're not feeling super confident in um, is by walking up to the singulars instead of the, the big pack in the center, if that makes sense. Um, but just how to feel confident in school, just to touch on that, um, I would say, okay, well, personally, I think there are a lot of things um, that I did to help me feel confident in school, even though I was really insecure, um, you know, in my body, in my looks, in the way I spoke, um, just the way that the uniform just didn't necessarily, it was not the most flattering um, and just a lot of different things. Like I guess puberty never helps, but uh, just how to feel confident. I liked to wear a little bit of makeup and it was against the school rules, but sometimes wearing a little bit of makeup, a little bit of mascara or just curling my eyelashes, maybe just doing my brows, very, very basic, wearing a tiny bit of BB cream just to cover up a couple of pimples maybe. That made me feel a lot more confident and I'm not saying that you need makeup to make yourself look better like of course natural beauty is the best it just that's just what helped me make me feel more confident and um that's something that I really appreciated and valued was um not that I would use makeup as a tool to hide myself but as a makeup a tool to actually allow me to feel like I'm myself more because I had more self-confidence and I was comfortable in the environment I was in because I wasn't as secure um other things that made me feel confident was the tiny little things like just putting on deodorant that made me smell really nice and wearing perfume that was like the school perfume, if that makes sense. So I bought a really nice perfume that was just for school and I would always wear it during school and it made me smell so good and was so happy. Um, just, uh, or for the guys or whatever, if you want to wear cologne, like just buying a nice cologne that you really enjoy. Um, and I guess other things I did to make me feel confident was um, on the bus ride, I'd listen to really positive, happy music or I'd listen to a podcast about maybe like self-love and self-care and just things that lifted me up. Maybe watch like a YouTube video on um, a really beautiful like lifestyle vlog or something like that. And just filling myself with positive things around me, which just made me feel positive as well. Um, so those are just some things I used to feel confident. It might not be the same for you, but at the same time, like every person's different but sometimes you can just have like a baseline thing that you can try out and um if it doesn't work for you and you don't feel confident doing some of the things that I said then that's totally fine and yeah each their own um okay somebody asked how do you edit the episodes well <laughs> funnily enough I literally use GarageBand <laughs> GarageBand does a trick for me um I so I source the songs and the music um through uh, like copyright free sounds um, and copyright free music and um, I've done it so that I don't have to necessarily give credit to the person who made the music but I still do give credit um, anyway because I think it's really good um, because obviously it's great to show credit to people um, so yeah uh, that's how I add the episodes through GarageBand and then I just overlay it with the music just on a different track and then I pretty much just try to not edit the episodes as much as possible I think editing to a minimum allows me just to really 
focus on the talking side of things and like the words that I'm saying rather than going having to go back and go oh I breathe weirdly in like at 15 seconds and like I just don't like it and whatever and then I have to go back and edit it like the first episode I did that heaps and I literally went back and I was editing every single minute like every breath every I did I literally had to yeah, I had to delete it. I couldn't stand it. And I realized that actually maybe people like more of authenticity than a really highly produced, like as in a really highly edited um, episode. So I decided to make it more real and just try. And if there were breaths in there that I could hear, it's okay. And also I really struggle listening to my own voice when I'm listening back and editing. So it's really nice just to talk and know what I'm saying. And like, I approve what I'm saying as I'm saying it rather than like if I'm saying something really, really like wrong or I'm messing up or whatever, then I'll go back and then I'll edit it and I'll re-record. But I try to keep the editing to a minimum. But I do use GarageBand or GarageBand, however you say it. Um, another person asked, tell me more about the store. Oh, yeah. Okay. Exciting. Well, um, I can't really tell you too much just yet because it's still underway. Um, and it, oh, it's there. It's just um, the website's locked at the moment as in only I can access it because... Um, I need to do a couple of fine tuning things and make, figure out a couple of, um, deals and partnerships and things like that. And, um, once all of that is finished and finalized, then yes, it will be public access, which is very exciting. Um, I'm really glad that someone said that because obviously it goes to show that they listened to the episode, they listened to the very end of the episode, um, for the last episode that is, um, which is, yeah, very exciting. Uh, this store, the All Things Education store, if you guys don't know about it yet, um, it's essentially just a store that has a lot of essentials, like study essentials. So, um, it is much, it has the old things education brand on it. And, um, so there are things like tote bags and tracksuit pants and sweaters, jumpers, um, like hoodies. There are, um, books, there are like other tote bags with other like little phrases and stuff like that. Um, and I'm still trying to figure a couple things out, um, just in terms of the branding and, um, all the technical side of things, I guess, but, um, that is coming and that is very exciting. Okay. Yeah. Moving on. Someone said laziest, but, but best study hack. Ooh. Okay. By the way, but I've looked at these questions, but I haven't actually come up with answers. So I'm literally thinking of these on the spot. Um, my laziest, but best study hack. Okay. If you're trying to memorize something and trying to get something into your head and you're having a bit of a hard time, like trying just to absorb information, um, the best thing that I love to do, and it kind of goes hand in hand with talking and speaking and listening, um, is just to open the recording app on your phone and the voice memos and just to record the information. For example, if it's biology, you can say the brain has so many different parts and the prefrontal cortex does this, this and that, you know, like just saying it and just saying it in one long voice recording and just putting little like breaths and pauses in between. And then, um, my, like literally it was the laziest thing I did because I just sat in bed and I recorded it. And then the next morning I, um, will say I went to sleep thinking about that knowledge. And then the next morning, um, on the bus, I would literally just listen to that recording day and night, day and night, day and night. That worked really well for French for me when I had to do the oral presentation. And that was awesome because I just listened to my voice constantly. And as I said before, I really don't like listening to my voice <laughs> pretty much because of that reason, but that is sort of how I um, learnt a lot of information and absorbed and memorised information, particularly obviously being in another language as well. Um, but that, I would say, is the laziest study hack I can think of because you're not doing anything. It's passive learning. I think that's right, passive learning. You're sort of just like absorbing the information and you're not really doing much to actively 
yeah, pa- passive learning because active learning is like you're really engaged and you're doing a lot by yourself and taking initiative. Um, someone else said, great podcast. Thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> um, who's your favorite podcast guest? Ooh, um, oh, that's so hard. I don't want to have favorites. <laughs> Probably. Okay, well, I don't really have a favorite podcast guest because all the guests have been really amazing and very insightful and intuitive and just professional and great. Um, a really fun episode was with Ruby from Ruby Consultants. So that was a really great episode we did quite a while back, actually. Um, and Ruby and I still stay in touch on Instagram. Like I'm commenting on her posts and engaging and messaging her every now and again. So that's really awesome. And um, that was great. I think we yeah we spoke about like business and how to start a business and entrepreneurial stuff. Um, so that's really interesting if you want to go check that out. Um, I would say that was a fun episode. So that was my probably my favorite fun episode. Um, but also Sharon, Sharon was really great just to, we had some really great chats before and after we were recording. So I think that was also a really great conversation. Um, but there were honestly, there's been so many great people on the podcast. So I can't really say I loved speaking to my friends from high school. Um, so I think it was the episode that like eight hours don't matter or advice. Oh, it was advice from, um, the recently graduated that was really cool because I got um, some of my close friends on the uh, podcast and I just basically spoke to them about their, like just the same questions, but like four different people, four different ATARs, four different career pathways that they went into. And that was just really cool. I probably actually would say those were my four favorite podcast guests. <laughs> that was my favorite episode for sure. Um, yeah, that was, they were, I had great conversations. Obviously they're my friends. So I just get along with them really, really well and have already like a great um, basis of friendship there so the conversation I thought flowed really easily and yeah it was all really great um another person asked where are you based well I'm about to be based in Sydney because I'm about to move to Sydney which is very exciting um but Australia just in general and that is yeah pretty exciting pretty big journey that's going to be happening um and that will obviously be a big move for me and I'm very keen very nervous very excited I'll keep you guys updated maybe that can be a new segment (laughs) things I'm learning in Sydney and things that you should know as well um yes but I will be based in Sydney in about two weeks someone else asked um tips to enhance focus okay well um First and foremost, get the phone out of the room, (laughs) limit the electronic devices. If you have to look at a computer, then do so. But um, I would say that um, blue light is definitely a great method to lose focus. Um, Focus, I was actually going to put an Instagram post up about this because I think um, focus is very easy to gain and lose and um, like work on a lot. And then also just to like drop it at the drop of a hat and um, yeah, I would probably say my best tips to enhance focus would be just to, you know, turn your phone on, do not disturb, get it out of the room. Um, if you're wearing a watch, an Apple watch or something like has, that has notifications coming through, take it off, put it on, do not disturb, do not let it vibrate because, um, every single time that we get a notification, I think, um, I, this was said on a podcast episode actually. Um, but yeah, every time there's a notification, um, it takes time for your brain to readjust and you're distracted even just by the sound of a notification, the vibration of your phone. And I think that's really, really important because um, focus is so easy to lose and so hard to get back into once you've lost it. So um, I would say just if you're in a study session or you're trying to prepare for the study session, uh, personally, I like to put on some classical music or just some white noise. So white noise is sort of um, 
I actually don't know how to describe it, but it's really, really good for ADHD. <laughs> I know that much. Um, I like to put on a candle, scent a candle, maybe open my window if it's cool enough or warm enough outside. Um, I do little things like just making sure my desk is clear, um, free from like, you know, distractions that my eyes can just wander onto different, like just like looking at my desk and different books that might be open that aren't related to the um, study session, like at the present moment. Other things I like to have a cup of tea. If that's distracting though, then I don't. Um, do that for myself and I know when I'm in sort of that um, like that mood where I'm not really concentrating and I don't want to concentrate and there's a lot of procrastination going on um, but I would say watching like YouTube videos where it's um, like a little like seven minute motivational YouTube video of course that's very um, controversial because you can fall down to the rabbit hole of watching too many motivational YouTube videos as an excuse to you know be motivated quote-unquote but actually you're just procrastinating <laughs> so it is a very fine line but I would say those are my great and best tips to enhance focus. I'll probably explore more in the Instagram post, hopefully sometime soon, so you guys can be helped because I know that most people in Australia are starting um, their next year of schooling and a lot of people are going into year 12. So that's very exciting for you guys. Whatever you, whatever year you are going into is very exciting and I'm very excited, I'm very happy that you guys are, you know, continuing with your secondary education. But also, if you are continuing um, your education, whether it is tertiary or um, secondary, but maybe homeschooling or your own sort of pathway, open access education, um, that's also really exciting. And I think that focus is the, um, predominant in all of the different study areas of your life, which is why I love saying like that this podcast is for secondary and tertiary students, but it's also just for people studying and people wanting to learn and love and people who love to learn. Um, yeah. Um, someone else asked how to improve mental clarity. Ooh, that is a very good question. I really like that. Um, again, haven't prepped this, so <laughs> I'm having to think on the top of my head. Mental clarity, are you referring to focus, um, or just mental clarity as in just to be able to think when you're doing an assignment, just to be able to know what, um, the professor or the teacher is trying to tell you in between the lines sort of thing. If it is the latter, like if it is the second one that you just said, uh, the second one I said, I would probably suggest um, to read things like the rubric, read, um, you know, the task requirements and really read over and over and over. And then I get out a separate, separate piece of paper and I just mind map everything that the teacher or the lecturer is trying to tell me or just like the obvious requirements and then things that might be a little bit more subtle and something you might have to read in between the lines for. Best thing about university is, um, you know, the rubric literally gives you exactly what they want from you and you don't have to sort of guess what the lecturer wants because um, it's in the rubric and that's the brief. Like, that's what you have to achieve the standard to and that's all they can mark you on. So that's what I really love about university. Sometimes teachers in schools, um, I find that they can sometimes leave a little bit up to interpretation and it can be a little bit harder for students to understand what the teacher wants from them because everyone writes, um, you know, the, the school rubric differently. But um, the uni one's very clear. So big thumbs up to the universities for just making the rubric so clear for the students. Um, but I would say mental clarity, um, yeah, read the rubric and other things like just say in like the simplest terms, imagine to improve mental clarity, what I used to pretend to do is I would pretend I had to explain this topic to a five-year-old. So I would have to explain this topic to someone who had a very basic understanding of life and the world around them. People, like uh, someone that didn't really have 
um, a lot of insight into the world and needs things to be explained to them in a way that they understand. So really simple terms. You don't need things like henceforth and accordingly. Like you can insert them afterwards or you can insert them if that's the way you write. But if that's not the way you write and you don't naturally use fancy terms, then I would encourage you to maybe not because, I mean, personally, I know in university and this was a big change and something I found from going from year 12 to um, uni was that they actually prefer simpler terms. And yeah, sure, um, like spice it up with the fancy content. But afterwards, once you know what you're talking about, because a lecturer can know instantly when they're marking your work, they know exactly if you're BSing or not. <laughs> you know, like they know exactly if you know what you're talking about or you're kind of confused and you're just using fancy words to fill in the gaps. I guess something else to improve mental clarity I think would just to really be thinking like in the simplest terms, like I was saying before, but also just thinking, how can I say exactly what I'm thinking? Like, for example, uh, when I was just thinking to myself then, how to improve mental clarity? Well, what is mental clarity? It is thinking clearly. Therefore, how do I think clearer by knowing the information? You know, like I just kind of break it down really basically in my head. And then I say, I type out exactly what I'm thinking. And it could include words and fillers like um, like and um, and I can just write it down or I can voice record it or I can use the text-to-speech function on the phone or the laptop or whatever. And then, then basically you just have your, um, you have your content, but just like in the simplest form. And I think that's what's most important. Moving on, um, uh, there's another question that says, how to prep for the first days back at school? Um, okay, well, uh, I mean... Okay, first of all, clean. So declutter your school bag. Uh, every single year, I always took everything out from my school bag. I gave it a good old fresh wipe. You don't know what if there's gum stuck at the bottom, if there's an old banana, a yuck, like a yucky rotten apple core or something like that sitting at the bottom. So I flip my bag upside down, take everything out, important first. Flip it upside down, shake it, clean it, and just freshen it up. Put a couple of nice, um, sometimes like putting tea bags in things is really nice. I know that sounds really weird. But um, if you put a tea bag, for example, like a nice smelling tea bag, like a peppermint, for example, and you put it in your sock drawer, that's actually, it can make the drawer smell really nice and um, sort of infuses the peppermint smell into your clothes. So that's a really good hack, putting some tea bags in there. Not for long, like you don't permanently keep it in there because obviously it can break open and then you have loose tea leaves in your bag, which is not fun. Um, but definitely just like putting it in there for a couple of days before school, maybe like a week before school starts when your school bag... Um, is idle and just you know not moving and all that um so that's a good tip I guess I would say is just to definitely to prep to going back to school or the first couple of days of school just clean out your school bag entirely another thing is making sure that you have fresh books every single year so um just I mean obviously you don't have to if you want to use it as a time and a money saving thing just to reuse your old books um but if you do have the opportunity to buy um, new school books or just to have like fresh school books, definitely, I would recommend that. Um, buying the school books over just the normal like <laughs> open school books, um, like spiral binders, um, they're really, really good. Um, obviously, not everyone has the option, but if you do have the option to buy your own like notebooks, like workbooks, um, that's really good. Other thing is I always like to buy a fresh blue pen if I notice that mine is running low or a black pen or a red pen. Like I just think... It's really good just to freshen up things and just get new things if you can afford it, of course. It's all dependent on that. Other things to prep for the first days back at school, I guess, would just to be, um, I mean, if you get to choose your own outfits, pick a couple of new fresh outfits, maybe buy a couple of new fresh pieces. It's all just about, I guess, um, really just 
uh, resetting for the new year and getting really excited for the new academic year, I should say. Uh, I like buying a new planner, getting a new wall um, calendar and um, maybe a new Sharpie because Sharpies I find tend to run out by the end of the year. They get quite dry. So it's really cool just to get a couple new things, um, some new shoes, uh, new uh, like oh another really good thing actually to prep for the first days back at school is to polish your shoes, buff them up, and um, that's really really nice. And honestly, it makes a difference to your uniform if you have freshly polished shoes. And that's something that I think is the biggest biggest thing. So cleaning out your school bag, polishing your shoes, and buying a couple new fresh things. Um, the second to last question, actually, sorry, the last question because um. The other one was about the mic brand that I use. So the last question is how to not give in to instant gratification. Wow, that is a fully packed question. <laughs> okay, um, how to not give in to instant gratification. Um, so I am just going to assume here, um, I wish I could ask you more about this question actually. Um, thank you to the person who asked this. Um, but giving in to instant gratification, I'm just going to take it as in you see something online and you want to buy it instantly or you want to complete a or just write a smaller task on your to-do list just to get the pleasure of instant gratification in completing a task that was very menial and not lazy, just something that was just very easily achievable. Um, and just sort of like doing something just to get the instant gratification or, you know, gaming or watching and just, uh, yeah, okay. Um, I'm just going to take it like that. I guess to not give it into instant gratification, it's quite difficult because um, everything around us is marketed towards and um, trying to develop the culture of instant gratification and instant like pleasure and just everything is just becoming more and more instant. So I guess instant gratification, the downfall of that is that you do not feel as productive. You There is less productivity and less um, long-term sustainable goals because you just want to achieve them then and there, if that makes sense. I would say that instant gratification is something that is very hard to overcome and to not give into it takes a lot of practice and it's not something that you can just do in an instant. It has to be something that is you practice each and every day for the rest of your life to not give into the pleasure of instant gratification things that really can help is just to, um, instead of, um, I don't know, I'm just trying to think of a good example of instant gratification. I would say, okay, for example, and I could be wrong in this example, but, um, let's just say you've just finished an assessment and I do this all the time. I instantly just want to submit it just to get the gratification of submitting an assessment and just to get the feeling of woohoo, like you did it, you completed an assessment and it's submitted and it's out the way and you don't have to worry about it anymore. That for me is instant gratification. Like the second I complete an assessment, I want to submit it to get that feeling of achievement and satisfaction. Something to overcome that. I have to say, wait, no, Mary, stop. Just pause, hang on for a second because if you submit it, you are not going back and checking your work and you are not going back and making sure that all of the work is to the right standard, to the right rubric. And that is really important because obviously you'll get a better mark if you go back and check your work, right? So I would say in terms of instant gratification, I just have to combat that and just say, pause, wait a second. Like, of course, the um, hyperactive side of me, the hyperactive disorder of ADHD just wants to go, just do it now, just do it, do it, do it, go. And I think to combat and overcome and not give into it, you just have to 
identify that within yourself and realize I can't, I can't just submit it, you know, like the number of times I just want to like, okay, if you're in school, for example, and you finish your math test, you just want to hand it up to the teacher straight away. You're thinking to yourself, I think I checked all my work. Like I kind of checked it as I was going. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I just want to give it to them. Don't, <laughs> don't give it to them. Don't, don't give it to the teacher. Just pause for a second, girl. I'm just going to spend five minutes. If I have five minutes to spare for the test or whatever, I'm just going to spend five minutes going back and check my work just in case. Just say just in case. Maybe there is a chance that I could have made a mistake. Just maybe. And it's really good just to go back and check because often you'll find, I think, and I have found that I make mistakes and I keep doing and try to give in to instant gratification, that instant gratification of just submitting an assessment. Um, So I'd really, really encourage you um, for the person who sent this and also just everyone else listening, just to take a moment, just to breathe and take a step back and look at it from the outside perspective and say, hey, you know what? Yes, I will still get that feeling when I submit that assessment and I might get an even better feeling because I've actually taken the time to go back and check and I will get more of a long term like sort of like an extended period of gratification rather than that instant quick gratification because I am taking the time and I'm being mature in the decision just to wait stop and go back and check my work that is just one example just in the in the study environment but there are many other examples of instant gratification, such as seeing something that you really like and buying it instantly. You know, like I know TikTok shop has really easy methods to, um, you know, buy things instantly. And I've been hacked twice and I think it's been from TikTok shop. So um, <laughs> be careful out there if you're th- seeing things and they're like a dollar. I've definitely fallen into the trap of seeing something on TikTok and it's been like, oh my gosh, you can buy these really cool rings for one dollar. And I thought to myself, oh, wow, that looks really cool. And then I go and buy it and then I get hacked. So there can be a lot of downfalls to instant gratification and wanting things then and there. And I wanted to have um, the instant satisfaction um, and just to be yeah, just to be satisfied by buying something that I wanted and um, just have that immediate, um, you know, I see something like the, um, you know, Ariana Grande song, <laughs> you know, like I see it, I like it, I want it, I got it, you know just wanting it instantly and I think that is the trick to not falling into the trap is just to stop and just to catch yourself and if you can catch yourself then you'll be fine and you'll be able to pull yourself back it can be hard but you know you just have to take a moment and just think to yourself do I really want to give into this to this instant gratification right now or do I want to be more mature in my decision Anyway, those are all of the Q&A questions. Um, 38 minutes, not bad, not bad at all. Those are some really awesome questions um, and I hope I gave good responses. Um, I will be doing another Q&A session in uh, maybe a couple months time. So definitely please check Instagram stories um, at all things education 21. I would say that, um, the stories have a lot of the behind the scenes questions, answers, polls, um, like just random little tips and hacks that I found throughout the day. And I put a lot of content on the stories. So I would say out of everything on Instagram, the stories are really important on my account. Um, but of course the posts and the reels are really great as well. And I'd really encourage you please just to go check that out. Um, if you haven't already go give it a follow, Um, interactions are great like commenting saving and sending it to your friends if you find a post relatable or really helpful and you think another one of your friends might like it that's always the best way to boost engagement for me and it's really really helpful and I really appreciate it when you guys do and of course I can see sort of how many people have saved or sent it to other people like the um, different statistics and it's really great to see the posts getting more and more um, you know engagement rates um, and interactions 
Anyways, that is that. The other thing I was going to say is um, stay tuned for more updates about the store. Very exciting times. I'm really keen for this. I cannot wait to finally drop all the merch for you guys. And it's a really good collaboration that we've got going on. So very keen for that. Um, but more details to come. That might be in the next um, month or so. But I'm hoping to get it out as soon as possible, which is really, really exciting. Um when I say month or so, it honestly, it depends how fast I work. <laughs> That's really what it's dependent on. So it depends how much time I put into and committing to um, the release of this store, which obviously I am very committed to. Yeah. Um, look out for updates about that and I will be giving more updates in the podcast episodes so make sure you sort of stick around to the end of the episodes because that's when I'm going to give the updates about the store um, the other thing I was going to say is if you did like this episode and you did like the tips that um, and the questions that were asked and the answers that I gave um, please rate the show five stars I'd really appreciate it and if you're listening on Apple Podcasts please give it a review as well you don't have to put a lot of thought and effort into the reviews um, just as long as you give one that's the most important thing because it's the best way that this podcast can get out that to more people and in speaking of which getting the podcast out to more people if you could share this podcast to you know maybe one of your friends or two three four five of your friends that would be amazing um, as you know, my big goal is to get to 1,000 listeners for this podcast, and um, I know we can do it. We are actually getting there, which is amazing. Like, I'm watching these statistics grow and grow, and I'm really, really proud, and thank you so much for sharing this podcast to all your family and friends, and I really encourage you to continue doing so, especially if you go back to the other episodes. Like, don't just, um, like, listen to the most current episodes, but go back to the very beginning, and you can really see how, I mean, I've grown um, as a podcast host and you can see the different interviews that have happened um, the different people we brought onto the show and it's just really good to see the different dynamics and just to learn more and become more knowledgeable in the world of study and the world of education so yeah thank you so much for listening to this episode guys um, I will say goodbye now until next week next week very exciting got another guest coming back on the episode I won't give too much away but we are it's gonna be a really awesome 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 um, episode it's motivational and I think you guys will really like it you'll be really inspired by the end you want to climb Mount Everest like literally <laughs> so yeah until then guys stay educated and see you next time bye thanks so much for listening to the all things education podcast if you enjoyed the episode today why not support the show head to the description of this episode and click on the support the show link to donate in increments of five dollars don't forget to subscribe to this podcast on your favorite platform and remember the advice given on this channel and on our social media is general information only if you have any specific personal health well-being and or educational issues reach out to professionals such as your gp school counselor and or a trusted person in your life before making any final decisions Please do not take this episode as specific personal advice. And hopefully you now have more information about the topic you've listened to today. For more study and lifestyle content, head to our Instagram at allthingseducation21 and the link in the bio will direct you to many helpful resources. Stay educated, everyone, and see you next time. Hey there. Are you a freelancer, professional, or do you want to enter into the entrepreneurial world? Well, Fever Learn has you covered. Learn From Fever is an online on-demand classes video platform. All classes are taught by top experts who are distinguished in their fields. These courses contain practical and comprehensive knowledge and exercises, quizzes and tests. And by taking a course, you will level up in your skills and grow professionally. The best thing about Fever Learn is there are no subscription fees or reoccurring costs you pay per course, so you can choose exactly what you want to learn then and there. 
It's amazing, right? I am definitely eyeing some of the courses and I love the fact that these courses are taught by top experts. To find out how you can further your skills and grow professionally, head to the podcast show notes and click on the link, learn from Viva. Happy learning.